0: Welcome back. This is the first solo episode of the Feeble Minds podcast. I have been quite busy doing other podcasts, so, major shout outs to all of my friends in this beautiful uh, podcasting community. I decided I would finally do a solo. Uh, because there are some things that I wanted to talk about. And I don't know who as a guest would be a good person to discuss this with. So this might just be a a rant. I don't know. Um, maybe I'll pair it with an episode. But here's something I want to get off my chest. First and foremost, I hope all of you are happy and healthy during these uh, crazy times. I guess we've been through crazier, but uh, right now is you know a little scary for a lot of people. So I I do hope that you are safe and healthy and that your family is and all that fun stuff. But I think we come to podcasts sometimes to um, to kind of get away from from our heads and away from reality. So, I want to know what secret holds you back from yourself, right? What secret do you have in your life that if you release, you'd be happier? I thought about how great of a theme that was for a podcast and how scary that was. And it took me into this this rabbit hole of my own obsession with other people's actions. Um, I regret the things that I've done that hurt other people. And that's a strange thought because I don't know if you asked everybody that question. If that, if they'd all say the same, is the thing that you regret something you didn't do, is it something you wish you hadn't done, you hadn't said. So mine are people centric. I wish I hadn't have said this. or I wish I hadn't have done that. So I think I have this overly sensitive gauge to how I treat people, or rather how it feels to be treated not so hot. I don't think that people ask for their own money back a lot, right? Uh, They don't hold themselves up to the same candle that they may hold you to. And yes, you can't control that. But what if I want to make you the critiquer a better person? So I regret things I've said, things I've done. Lies I've told, right? We've all had some of those things. And you know, of course, some are a lot larger than others. But when you realize how your words and your actions affect other people, and if you find yourself in that empath category where the thing that you regret is something that you did or said to another person, then yeah, I, I guess you understand that, that your actions and your words matter to people. The way you say things, uh, people can ruminate on and, and take it internalize. When i lay down at night, I hear a lot of those things that have been said And it's that old, you know, Doug Doug Stanhope bit about, you know, when I lay my head down, the carnival kicks on. Uh, That could not be truer for me. Uh, But it's almost like this pathway of of things that have been said or things that you felt along the way that you just can't kick, you know? Some of it's motivated you. Um, But it's easy to be the underdog. You know, it's easy to be... Uh, That person who doesn't have a high expectation because nobody expects you to do much in the first place. There's not a whole lot of... uh, There's not a whole lot of being a hero in that scenario. There is, but there isn't, right? Maybe holding yourself up to a higher expectation is important. So, is the thing that you regret... Something you did or didn't do. At the end of their life, there aren't a whole lot of people who say, man, I wish I had more money. But there are a lot of people who said, you know, I wish I, I had done something. Or I wish I hadn't have said or done something. So it's two pretty distinct categories. But for me, words are powerful. And I think people run from that. They run from this idea that that, has, that that can't be true, right? That uh, because you can't control the words people say, that it's sort of irrelevant, you don't have control over it. But we all draw our moral lines somewhere in the sand. Hey, these are people, or this is a thing that I feel comfortable with. This is a thing that if you do this, the line's drawn. We can't be friends We all We all draw that line somewhere in life and uh i guess for me i draw that line in the sand with your expectations of yourself and your expectations of me missing each other if uh if if your room's a disaster, right? and you come over to my room, it's a silly example but And you look around and you go, geez, take care of your room, you know, whatever, right? It's the syndrome of uh, maybe you forgot that you did something, left the door unlocked or did something, you know, not so hot. And in the moment, you forget that you did it and you get really upset. You're like, who did that? And, you know, oh, it's me. And then all of a sudden, all that anger dissipates because... Well, I can't ask more of myself. I can't get my own money back. But you can. You can hold yourself to the same uh, platitude that you hold others to. Before, I think I thought that words didn't mean a whole lot. So, if, you know, you said something to me, didn't matter, you know, it what I think of myself. But maybe not everybody thinks like you. If you're listening to this and you think that way, maybe you don't know how it feels to have a particular brain that internalizes negative things like that. You know, maybe you have a brain that when, when somebody says, hey, uh, I didn't like that you did this, maybe you, that person's brain hears I hate you as a person. I think that's a very real possibility. And I don't know why if words are such a simple act as to just displaying class or being kind, I guess I don't know why we throw, we throw those away with such little meaning. And it almost seems like that's where we may find ourselves politically. Uh, that what you say uh, it, it doesn't matter if it's somebody else that says it you can only worry about yourself well not really because at times you need to be checked sometimes somebody needs to say to you hey you're not as hot as you think you are you're not working as much as you think you are but nobody likes being startled out of that state of complacency It's a great thing when somebody startles you in that manner and you get a lot better because it's a really important component. But that being said, right, there are times when it's not, maybe it's honest, but it's not helpful. Or maybe it's honest, um, but it's said in a way that's demeaning. But those, those verbal steps, you know, those verbal knives, those seem to be okay because they're just words. It was just a word that was said. And I think to a lot of people, they don't understand the internalization and the obsession of perhaps how hard it is to just like you. So when you kick a dog or you say something, not all dogs, not all people react the same. But if you see somebody has a brain like that, do we need to hammer home the point that it's just words? Ignore it, it doesn't matter. uh, That You should have free reign to say something that's mean because you're right. It's ignoring the language that the person speaks. My heart speaks a different language than yours does. So my heart, it's a soft language. It really hurts to hear uh, something said about you. or, or you know. And everybody, I think, listening can put themselves on one side of this fence. Either you say, uh, toughen up or you you feel this intimately. And to the toughen up crowd, I say you are correct, but the key indicator here is holding yourself up to that same expectation. I don't want you telling me how to make my money if you make less. I don't want you to tell me how to run my mornings if you run yours atrociously. I don't want to hear about how to take care of my car if you don't take care of your. It's the simplest exchange that really changes that crowd, right? Like we'll just toughen up. Sure. If, if you're somebody who loves me and knows me and you're successful at what you do, and then you are giving that advice, that makes perfect sense. But if you're going to continuously forget and overlook the times that you did it or you do it, well, now words do have meaning. Uh, they always did, but but now these words have barbs attached because there's no logical reason of why you would say that or why you would do that. If I don't, you know, if I'm married and my husband, will say my wife, I say that for quality purposes, you know, um, but obviously she's great and has been on the podcast. But let's say I make the bed half the time and she makes the bed the other half of the time. And we argue that only one of us makes the bed half the time. That's what some conversations feel like with people. That uh, to me, words don't mean what they mean to you. So I have a right to be angry and say this thing. Well, to me, maybe physical things don't feel the same. Maybe I'd rather just kick your ass. Is that okay? Because it's just a fist, it's just a kick. If I can't verbalize to you that mental pain and words hurt more than physical pain for some people, then we've really stepped back into an archaic process and way of thinking. It doesn't matter that you're nice 90% or 80% of the time. There's no reason to ever be unkind or ever go behind somebody's back or ever talk about somebody who you, you claim to care for, you know, behind their back. There's a number of things that involve morality. But as soon as you hold people to the responsibility for what they say, that's where they're out. I, I, I You can hold somebody responsible. Hey, you don't work. You don't go to a job. Those things exist. They're, they're real. Like you, Those are actionable items. But if you make an actionable item that's, hey, you're really not helpful in the way that you fill people in that you're right. That's almost an unfathomable accusation to me. Well, it's just words. It doesn't matter. Well, it does, because what plays through my mind at night aren't getting kicked and punched in fights. It's words. And words are what you can't escape. So how do we start holding people accountable for their words? Well, first and foremost, we can call them out, right? You were right, but you said something that was unkind or you went behind my back and that wasn't okay. But in that situation, people may find that it's being, you know, it's, it's a fact, not a facsimile, right? Well, your action was worse than my words. Words have started many wars. Words have ended and started a lot of great relationships. Words are really, really important. The key to greatness, Is a complex highway of lefts and, and rights and turns and exits and there's no one way, right? Some are shorter than others, you know. Some some are long. Some are off road and they're pretty. And but getting to success means being real with yourself to be the best person you want to be. So maybe. You want me to do better, and maybe I want you to do better, but does that necessarily negate either of our successes? Nobody has to change for you, or even for themselves but you certainly have actions over, your, over the things that you say. You have actions over the things that you do, but the things that you say are a lot easier. And if you use words flippantly and with little regard, it's hard. So I would love to apologize to all the people that I have said something hurtful to in my life and i would like to be free of those sins right letting go of the person that you used to be to be to be the person that you are how do you match this up with not getting caught up in people's view of you, in who you really are? That's a really good question. And I think the answer in part, as i said, is to hold people accountable. What you said was right. I screwed up, but you said something, and that means something. I guess this is the path to be being a better human, you know? But these crowds that were split between are on one side Antifa, who's physical, and on one side you have people who are mental and uh, want to use their words as their weapon. Antifa has riot gear and bats and face masks, which would be trending down. Uh, health freaks, I've used that joke before. Um, they were ahead of their time, truly. I hate when I do that. I lose my own train of thought to make the joke. But no, uh, what comes up against Antifa? People that are shouting slurs. People that are using their words to have a fight. A lot of fights start, and they're just words. And those words sometimes hurt more than knives or swords. You know what I mean? You feel me? I think we are ignoring that the world always changes, friends. And that change is the only consistent. Every world power has risen and fallen this country will sure look a lot different than it used to two years 10 years and 50 years but we will still have each other we will still have our consciousness in which in which we can interact and speak with each other and and love each other and that's not cancelled right and that's uh That's really important. I have been working from home and podcasting on other people's podcasts and writing like a madman. Because I am ready to get out of this place, my quarantine, my home, and get on every stage I can and speak my truth. For the first time in a long time, I feel armed. I feel like I'm getting my voice across. And that's one thing that I have that can't be stopped. So you can hurt me. But one day, you will have to watch my special. And I will probably tell you to shove it. And that is a terrible motivator. But I'd be lying if I said it wasn't one of mine. Again, the underdog is a real easy role to play. Because there are little to no expectations. But man, do I have that vision in my head. The vision of freezing my friends exactly as they are now. And not adding any new friends in. Because I want success. In comedy. And in this podcasting world. Whatever you want to call this medium. To prove to myself that my voice is right. To prove that something that was started long ago. About being kind and about being understanding. Uh, I want to prove that people do feel that way. There just aren't enough of us that are willing to build a brand off of that. You can build your brand off Takashi Six Nine and you know really drawing out how you're going to be a part of this fake thing and. You know, you're going to cover their costs, and they're going to lend you members for your music videos. Whatever. But when was the last time you saw a voice that was a voice of love, right? They're out there. Steve Simone, a fantastic comedian at the Comedy Store in L.A. He shows up to children's hospitals. He does Christmas Uh, events for those kids he brings comedians down there he's actually doing something when he gets there sure he hugs the kids right what he does is he speaks to them because that's a really powerful medium it doesn't quite work to tell somebody they do great a hundred times But two times, I'm gonna just tell you that you're terrible. In your life, maybe that equates and that's okay. But in some of our worlds, it's like getting kicked in the kneecap twice. Like why would I ever let you, sure you didn't kick me a hundred times. You just weren't an asshole. So now I'm supposed to say, great job not kicking me 98 times. Build your brand, build your comedy, build your writing, build everything that you touch in your life with your voice. If You believe sales is done via relationships, then you go get it. And there are people who will tell you that you're wrong. You believe that your gym locally should be opened and whatever it is that you believe in, man, you have to let your honesty and your voice lead you. And if it ever leads you in a direction where you're saying things that you don't mean, it's, it's the mental karate chops that you wish you could throw, you know? Maybe that's why some guys go wrestle on the mat, and get pinned, which I'm excited to do, actually. I ran into somebody um, who I haven't talked to in a while because she all right now i'm really gonna now i'm, I'm trailing off here but i want to get pinned on a mat and uh get my ass kicked weekly in jujitsu i think i just need it but if we're tight and we're a friend i'm gonna text you in the morning the afternoon or whatever right like i'm gonna hit you up how are you how's your day how's your family everything good so if your version of a friend is just not responding, and then just like check it in, like I'm probably just gonna remove you or block you or like like I don't have time for that. I'm putting in liquid, into the you know I'm I, I I'm people that are putting liquid into me. I'm putting liquid into their cups. My uh boy, meta world thief shout out to meta world thief in the flapping cups podcast said to me recently uh was it Uh, i got a couch you got a bed you ever need something i got a couch you got a bed building communities of people who feel the same is important so if you want to be my friend but to you that's going to parties and and you're too busy to talk and say hello and call and keep in touch like that's cool we don't have to be friends but don't come back later and rewrite history right don't come back later Oh, i want to be your friend like i am ruining the day in which i get to tell people nah actually your attitude is a big reason why i am where i am and i will rip as many heads off as i have to until i get there i will take as many stages after this as i have to take to prove this to myself because my voice sometimes was a fluctuating one and i don't think i ever found myself that way when I found myself this the last year and a half realizing I'll never fit in with these normies I'm just anecdotally I'm so I'm just so different at a base on my best day as we've discussed in this podcast uh, the wedding incident for those of you who may have listened I think the last podcast with us Carlos where we got into that who we'll have back on by the way because he had a, uh, another story about finding a dead body, I needed to make sure uh, he was allowed to tell that. If you remember Os Carlos in our last episode, titled Os Carlos Swings By, uh, was working at a hotel and had an, some anecdotes. Very fun, you know, cool guy, very sweet. Grew up outside of this country, but he told the story to me. Um among other things, and other stories about his homeland and jokes. But this one about, uh, he worked at a hotel, and one of the crazier things that happened was he found a dead body. And, uh, I had to get rid of that, and we're gonna have him back on to tell that story now that I realize that he can. Because I didn't know the legalities based on who it was in the situation. So. Point being. I want to get rolled in jujitsu. I want to do that, but it's so hard And friends come into your life and you're like, oh yeah, that friend that I need to, oh yes, I don't hear from them. And it just, it goes back to the words thing. Words hurt more than being physically hurt to me. Being ignored hurts more. Like, it's like I'm, I'm on the opposite side of the way that I think the sky's blue. People think it's purple. Like, that's how it feels sometimes in my life, right? It's like, okay... But as a friend, we talk, right? No, not necessarily. Okay, do we drink water? Like, can we agree on anything as a basic human being? Like, do we have that capability? Or is everything up for a debate and an option? And I realize now that's why I'm so attracted to guys like Joey Diaz, who just do not give. A flying frig what you think. I've lit a hooker's w- wig on fire. I lit a homeless man on fire. I robbed people and I still make more money than you. I still made it in this industry and every piece of advice you gave me was wrong. Deal with it. That brings tears to my eyes when I see him sell off venues. He says things nobody can get away with, but you know what? More people are, more of us are, and more of us are challenging that notion. And if we have to podcast all night, and if we have to do four open mics a week, whatever it takes, this voice is getting stronger and I feel it. And I know that some of you know how exactly how it feels when I say that about words. And that's what I wanted to talk about on this podcast. I wanted to say I love all of you, I wanted to check in with you, and I wanted to say if you're like me, and you'd rather be kicked in the shin than be told you're an idiot, I do understand. You are not alone, and nobody has a right to demean you. So. I don't know if my concept of friendship is too high, but I definitely have this superiority complex that I need to figure out. Because I can't accept that people are just stupid, so they have to be being hurtful on purpose. So if people are just stupid and and they don't realize that friends communicate and not just hit each other up when they need something or they want to unload emotional garbage on you, I, I, I don't know how to assimilate to that life. It doesn't make sense to me. But what does make sense to me is when people like Joey Diaz, Bill Burr, Andrew Dice Clay, uh, there's a thousand, of the, Steve Simone, there's a thousand of those guys who say, no, I am this person. You're wrong. Words matter. Uh, or say, nope, you 're wrong. I have been a terrible person in my life, but I still have freedom to say what I want to say. I think that 's beautiful because I don't know that I have that voice in my life. i don 't have a voice that I hear in the back of my head that says, Ephamol, McCall, you know you 're a beast, you 've got this. i don 't have that voice that please. So slowly over time I 've begun building that voice to be my own. And it's a little bit of my wife and a little bit of Gary Vee and a little bit of Joey Diaz. It's a little bit of everybody who's believed in me. But believe you me, I want that moment more than I think I've wanted just about anything. I want to give my point of view for, for the world to hear and see and relate to And I want to air my grievances on a special. As crazy as that sounds, it's always been what I dreamed my first special would be. Because there are so many times that I've laughed and been through changes that it's because somebody said something. It's because somebody hurts you. And then you become an adult and you realize, well, I also hurt some people myself. And that's why we apologize and we become better people. But know that you are not alone. Know that this virus will pass. Odd that this is like really gonna change the dynamics of this election, is that a lot of older people are dying um so we're gonna win i guarantee we're gonna win and we're gonna live in a time where we view the way we treated mental health and the way that we talk to people as archaic because we're getting further from perfection folks there's a lot more of us who are taking pain from some words And you know what? Some of us are kind of special. So sometimes you lose somebody that you didn't need to lose at all because you wouldn't believe them. There are people who would rather be physically cheated on than emotionally cheated on. There are people who would rather be physically abused than mentally abused. If you choose not to believe that, and you choose to disregard that, and do business with people in a way that they don't want to do business, don't be surprised when it's now called out and brought out. And people say, hey, you're right, but you really weren't too helpful. And we're gonna get out of this thing together. and It's gonna be a great 2021. That's where my focus is, friends. I had a goal of doing 100 podcasts this year. I've done, I think, three of my own and a whole lot of other people's podcasts. So uh, I definitely feel like I need to graduate from doing uh, lunch sets at Chili's. And I am ready to have people that I love and that I care about come hear me. uh, And nobody could shut me up so I could say anything. Uh, and the, the crowd, maybe they'll agree. See, this is, like, this is where it goes to that bad place where it's, like, I invite my uncle. And then I just say all the shit that, like, he said to me that he should have never said that's wrong. And then he's, like, nah, that wasn't bad. But then the, the moment of the crowd, reali- like, him realizing that the crowd realized he's, he's a dick. Like, not my uncle in general. But I love the moment when somebody can't one-on-one you anymore. When somebody else comes in and goes, Did you really say that? Because yeah, you're a dick. People control you when they it can't be one-on-one. Or they have to control the narrative. Bring in an unbiased third party and let's hash it out. People don't like to do that. Because what it comes down to is your actions matter more than my words. Folks, it simply ain't true. Comedies about words. Prayers or words, everything you are hearing right now out of my voice is a vibrational frequency that somehow your ear is picked up on and turned into a language. Life is pretty cool. I really appreciate you listening to this podcast. I would also like to give a shout out to J.D. Williams Demers, Mike Ross, Again, meta world Thief. We've been having a lot of fun with this. Uh, quarantine podcasting, uh, writing jokes. And it really gives me hope, man. Hope that I don't know, that I carried with me coming into this. I decided a year and a half ago at my desk at my desk job that I was going full on in to comedy And quarantine has really showed me to myself. And I feel as though I wanna to go to black rooms and make black people laugh because that's when I'm happiest. And I think that's what I'm good at. I was standing in line with some gentlemen and uh, they were loudly bragging about the shoes that they had you know, like, oh, those are the G four fives. Yeah, I had no idea, but uh, this guy walked by us with crocs. And I was like, yo, those are those croc T seventeens, you can't get those anywhere. And it's just everybody that walked by I just decided to start with. And just like make some sort of a comment. Um and I have a lot of fun with that's <laughs> mostly black people, black rooms, where that gets over. And we have a lot of fun. So uh, I am trying to say that I cannot wait to get out of this quarantine and make all of you laugh and bring some people along that I know, like my wife, like my friends, and uh, if you thought you had heard me rant before, you just wait until I am on the stage for three minutes and I could say whatever it is that I want to say. I could say something kind, I could say something mean, but if you've been listening to this podcast, you've probably figured out saying something mean just ain't my style. Friends, I hope this short episode has been enjoyable for you as it has for me. Let's see if this new format works. Let's see if we like this. I'll have a guest on again soon, but I had this on my mind and I had all of you on my mind. Thank you for listening. I love you all. And this has been the Feeble Minds Podcast.